Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is my video blog review of trans resveratrol from Focus Supplements that is in the UK. And you may be wondering to yourself, you're like, uh, what is what is trans resveratrol? What is what does that mean? Why why is it trans? Well, interestingly, this this supplement actually did not begin its life as resveratrol. It, it began its life as something else, but then, you know, it kind of went through a, a rebellious phase in its late teens and then went to a, a really lefty liberal arts college and then it decided to identify as resveratrol. So it's, it's trans resveratrol. Just kidding. That's a terrible, terrible joke. Don't worry, there'll be no more jokes in this video blog. Serious, serious science from now on. This, this is, in fact, <laughs> genuine resveratrol. Transresveratrol is just what you call it when it's in supplement form as opposed to in your red wine. And one of the reasons in particular why I like this vendor, Focus Supplements, in based in the UK, but serving serving the rest of Europe, European Union countries mostly, is that they're one of the few supplement vendors that provides a certificate of analysis. That's one thing that stands out. However, I have spent some time doing some cursory research on resveratrol, and there's resveratrol is not as uh, universally preferable as a supplement as you may have been led to believe. So I'm going to get into that in this video blog. There's something of a debate on resveratrol and I think it became popular uh, about about 10, no, probably about 15, 20 years ago, resveratrol became a household name thanks to some clever lobbying and marketing on behalf of the red wine, uh, red wine industry. Those, those, those group of people who I presume are just perpetually a little bit buzzed from drinking their own, their own red wine. I'm pretty sure that's one of those industries where everybody gets high on their own supply and what they came up with was this really cool marketing term of the French paradox and the French paradox was that people in France drink like uh, a lot more booze than North Americans do and they eat a bunch of like cheese and fatty foods but they end up living longer and were presumably more healthier than Americans and this was the the French paradox and the, the secret ingredient of the French paradox was dun, 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 dun. Uh, and, and it, it, it turned out that uh, resveratrol was, was uh, a minor factor in this because you need to drink just a asinine quantity of red wine to get a commensurate quantity of resveratrol. So you can see here in this in this supplement this right there is 
that's about 150 milligrams of resveratrol, and you'd have to uh, drink enough red wine to kill a small child to get that quantity of resveratrol. But there is uh, the, de the debate on resveratrol persists, and, in, and it's even uh, heated up some in recent years, because there's some, there's some research that has come out uh, that has kind of called into question this uh, preferability of it, or at least the idea that everybody should be taking resveratrol all the time. So here in this video, I'm going to present kind of the pros and the cons of resveratrol, and then you can decide if it's something that belongs in your biohacker cabinet. It, it turns out with red wine that uh, red wine, there's a spectrum of alcohol from the worst that is going to give you the most toxins to the best. And unfortunately, I, I love red wine as well. It's, it's just really tasty. I, I love that, that sulfuric taste and that, that sulfuric scent that you get with it. And you kind of feel like just a, a, a classy bastard drinking red wine, don't you? So I do love red wine, but red wine is actually pretty far over on the end of the spectrum of the alcohols that are not so good for you because they have a lot of, uh, of toxins in them. And what you'd want to do, I'll just mention this because I have these two supplements on hand. If you're going to be consuming some supplement, some alcohol, if you're going to be enjoying yourself as you may have just a couple of days ago when it was when it was New Year's Eve, you're going to want to, it's a good idea to combine it with these things. Uh, take, take before, take uh, N-acetylcysteine, and then some alpha-lipoic acid. These things are a really good idea to take if you're going to be enjoying some red wine, as, as I do from time to time. But again, I don't take the red wine for resveratrol. I, I do it just for the sake of the red wine itself. And so here's the thing with, uh, so, so I guess first of all, I'll go through the pros of resveratrol, the reasons why you would want to use it. First of all, it supports something called your sirtuins. Sirtuins, I just wanted to make sure I was pronouncing that one correctly. And sirtuins are a, a chemical in your body, a, uh, protein in your body that is increasingly on the radar of anti-aging researchers because what your sirtuins do is they are a chemical messenger and they turn on and off different genes that you have because you want for your genes to be turning on and off and if certain genes get left on then that's not going to be very good for you it's kind of like if you left your lights on in your house all the time, then you'd be wasting some electricity and you'd have to buy new light bulbs more frequently, right? And so your sirtuins are something that turn off your genes as they need to be turned off. So, you know, you're, you have genes that direct your body to store some fat in hopes of, you know, if, in case you need it in the future for, for energy. But if that gene never gets turned off, then you're going to start looking like Santa Claus, right? And so that's something, that's a reason why sirtuins are worth worrying about. One thing that uh, resveratrol is 
well demonstrated to do is to acutely increase insulin sensitivity. So this is something that could be news for diabetics or people that are at risk of uh, diabetes. And then it is also a veritable heart health biohack. It uh, improves your blood flow, it reduces blood pressure, and it's cardioprotective. And 500 milligrams of resveratrol will increase your cerebral blood flow as well. Although, you know, you consider that one of these little capsules is just 150. So you, you'd have to take quite a bit of resveratrol for it to increase cerebral blood flow. And the study that demonstrated this uh, also noted that it did not have much of an effect on cognitive function, which you would actually kind of expect if it's increasing blood flow. So it's, it's really not much of a nootropic. If you want to take a vasodilating nootropic, then there's a whole lot better options out there, things like paracetam. And then there was an animal study that indicated that it was helpful for Alzheimer's, but it, there was just a, it was just an animal study. And there's, you know, if, if you're worried about Alzheimer's, if you want to prevent or treat Alzheimer's, there's all kinds of really good nootropics out there. There's a lot of really good options for you. So I think its most attractive feature is probably in regards to its sirtuins. Okay, let's move on to the cons of resveratrol, why you might not want to take resveratrol. So resveratrol blunts the positive effects of exercise training on cardiovascular health in aged men. And this was according to a double-blind placebo-controlled study that was done in, uh, I think that was 2011, in the Netherlands. What they noticed in this study was that they had these guys who were uh, not in that great a shape, and then they had them do eight weeks of uh, cardiovascular aerobic training, and they had one group on resveratrol and one group just on a placebo, and the guys on resveratrol didn't have benefits from the exercise after it. So it seemed like resveratrol is kind of a negative in that regard. And so you may be saying, well, wait a minute, that's, that's old guys, and I'm a younger, healthy person. Well, unfortunately, in 2014, a study of 16 younger adult males, I think it was in between ages 16 and 29, found a similar negative effect on gains after performing HIT, uh, high intensity training aerobic exercise, uh, they found that it also ameliorate that it also uh, negated those negative beneficial effects. So if if you're uh, an athlete, um, if you're at least especially if you're an aerobic athlete, you would want to stay away from resveratrol, actually, and then. Um, the looking at the meta-analysis that examine.com uh, said, they said it's it's not much of a true longevity biohack. It's not going to do much to really lengthen your life. What they said is that it is not going to add years to life. It's going to add life to yours, which is which is kind of cool. That's that's kind of what we want as biohackers, right? 
but I, I think the the evidence is kind of limited on the uh, longevity and anti-aging front. And then in regards to performance enhancement, well, when it comes to the aerobic athletic performance, it's the opposite of a performance enhancer. And then I spent a while looking at some of the different meta-analyses on the effect on the sirtuins. And what I also did was I also went through YouTube and I watched like two hours worth of YouTube videos of interviews with different researchers that have done uh, research on the connection between sirtuins and resveratrol. And this is something I kept hearing, that I kept uh, hearing over and over again, was that you could hack your sirtuins, improve their function by taking resveratrol or by calorie restriction, aka fasting. So if, if you're a person that really, really hates to do fasting and you're like you're you're like going through the drive-through like three four times a day stuff in your face then resveratrol is a, a pretty good idea for you or you know maybe maybe not maybe maybe you're a person that just that just likes to eat likes to eat that you're like damn it jonathan i do all this biohacking stuff and i i i do all this this stuff to manage my health so that i can indulge a little bit so that i can you know, uh, revel just a little bit in that uh, sin of gluttony, right? It, it happens to the worst of us. I certainly know that I, I revel just a bit in that sin uh, in the past couple of weeks during the holiday season, enjoying some, enjoying some meals, right? Um, perhaps you, perhaps, perhaps we all need to give atonement for this, this particular sin. And uh, resveratrol is, is demonstrated as something that's, you know, again, it helps with that insulin sensitivity. It helps with all these aspects of uh, heart health. But I think that you can accomplish a lot of the same thing by doing fasting. So uh, this could be doing intermittent fasting, which is when you do that eight hour period where you have your last meal of the day in the evening and then you don't eat until it's around lunchtime, which is actually what I did today. It's something a lot of biohackers get in, get in the habit of and it's, it's, it's pretty nice. You know, maybe the first week or two you do it, you kind of miss having breakfast, but then after a short while, you just, you get used to not having food in your stomach for about 16 hours out of the day and it's really not that bad for you. It's really not that bad and it has a tremendous anti-aging longevity benefit to you and your sirtuins. And then another good idea on top of that is that you're going to want to do, uh, you're going to want to do like 24 hour fast and maybe do like one of those a month. And at first it'll suck. You'll really hate it, but then it won't be so bad. And then maybe once or twice a year, you want to do a fast that's a little bit longer. That's like a, a two day or a three day, or maybe even a four day fast. If you're filling up to it and you can take a little bit of uh, time off, which is, which is kind of a good idea anyways. And that's going to have an effect that's going to be real similar to supplementing resveratrol. So you want to think about that a little bit. And then what I think I'm going to do 
I, I do appreciate Focus Supplements sending this to me, but I think I'm going to discontinue my daily usage of it because upon doing some research on it, I, I'm seeing that you know the benefits to a guy like me are mm, they're they're pretty they're pretty thin. And actually, if you really want to get some benefits out of resveratrol and you really want to release it as a biohack, there's a couple of cofactors that you would want to combine it with notably grape seed extract. And uh, grape seed extract is another supplement that I'm gonna do a video on it soon because it keeps popping up on my radar. And grape seed extract is something that combats uh, cancer. It's an anti-cancer thing. It's good for uh, treatment, good for prevention. And particularly grape seed extract becomes better in its anti-cancer fight, fighting that good fight, right? If it's combined with resveratrol. And I will quote from a 2011 study, and they said, resveratrol grape seed extract combination suppressed proliferation and induced apoptosis, which again, that's gonna be my, my rapper name when I become a rapper one name, apoptosis, yo. Induced apoptosis even in the presence of mitogenic growth factor IGF-1, suggesting the importance of understanding the potentiating effects of phytonutrients in combination as they would occur in nature rather than individually. So that's saying that in nature, resveratrol and grapeseed extract, you, you get them together, they, they come together, right? And that, they're, and that they're better that way. So that should surprise a lot of people. And then melatonin is actually uh, goes well with resveratrol, but you want to do the resveratrol at very low doses. Resveratrol is one of those supplements where actually sometimes uh, more can be less, and there was good evidence of the beneficial effects to your heart and also some beneficial anti-cancer effects. When you were taking a little bit of melatonin, like, uh, like less than, like less than uh, a milligram actually of melatonin, which is like, which is like so little, it's hard for me to, I think one time I had some three milligram tablets of melatonin and I was like, I could barely even, I'm gonna friggin' lose these things, right? Um, but supposedly if you combined about uh, five milligrams of resveratrol with, uh, you know, about a, a commensurate amount of uh, melatonin, it was pretty good for your health. And so if you really, if you're an otherwise healthy young person and young, youngerish person, and you want to make resveratrol uh, part of your life, that would, that would maybe be a good idea also. But if you're a person who's uh, at risk for uh, especially heart disease, and diabetes, then it's a really good idea. And then I was looking, I also did a little bit of research just to see if there was, uh, what was the what was the risk factors to it? And risk factors to it are almost non-existent. There were some studies that, it, it has been really widely studied. There were some studies where they had people taking as much as five grams of resveratrol and, um, all it did was it caused a little bit of uh, upset, upset stomach, uh, apparently. So it's 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 quite benign stuff. But uh, contrary to what you may have been led to believe by 
the uh, the Doctor Oz's of the world and the uh, you know the health reports that run on like CNN. Contrary to that stuff, it's it's not something for everybody actually. And instead, you should probably look into uh, fasting, which I'll do a video on sometime soon. Nonetheless, what I'm going to recommend is that if you are in Europe or the UK, check out Focus Supplements because, as I said, they are one of the few suppliers that meets the high standards that I have as a biohacker, which is that I want to see a certificate of analysis, the spectroscopy report of a supplement because I want to make sure that they're selling me what they say that they're selling me on the packaging which believe it or not that is kind of a problem if there's a supplement that you purchase and you don't see a report that is coming from a third-party lab that is verifying that it is what it says it is then you really are just kind of taking it on faith from them and you know who knows maybe maybe you have good reason to trust the person selling you their the supplements but I prefer to uh, I prefer to verify over trust so if you uh, purchase some of the the nootropics from focus supplements in the UK forward me the receipt to consultations at limitlessmindset.com and me and you can get on a 25 minute free biohacking consultation and we can talk about whatever your biohacking goals are and a lot of times I can answer some questions for you that you're not able to figure out really good solutions to just by googling things. Google can be great but it is not a substitute for a uh, knowledgeable human being in a lot of instances and uh, again if you you have to although you have to you have to invest 100 pounds pounds mate in your biohacking with focus supplements and then send that my way and we can get on Skype sometime soon and actually it's a Saturday that's when I usually do my biohacking consultation and I've got one coming up in a few minutes here so as always I am Jonathan with Limitless Mindset and I look forward to a continued conversation with you.